everyone. A holy morning. Every morning is holy. Today's extra holy because today's an extra holy day. As it is Tynus Esther. It's brought down. Let's have in mind Dovi Grumberg's daughter. As it's brought down from the Kava Yashar. And I read and I quote from the Kava Yashar. And uh, let us all this morning... Anybody who needs rachamim, and we all need rachamim, we all need mercy on something. Take time. See, I didn't make this up last night when I was telling everyone to uh, set aside time. I, I, I didn't make this up. It's uh, things that I've learned in my life from, from the tzaddikim. Uh, take time for yourself. Esther. And I, and I will add for myself, this I'm adding for myself, but this is Pashat, and Avada for sure for Purim itself uh, to do the same, uh, to take for yourself, uh, set aside time, and to say, Mizmar Chaf Beis in Sefer Tehillim, La Matzech Alayela Sashachar, Midar Chazal, the Gemara Numa, and the Medr says, the Esther, Esther was called Ayeles Hashachar. So that's the connection between Lamatzech Ayeles Hashachar, which is related to Esther Hamalka. The Achar Kach Yishpoch Sicho Lifnei Hashem. And afterwards, you want to talk to Hashem. Vivakesh Bakashaso, and you could ask Hashem. Vyazkir Schus Mordechai the Esther. You could mention the schus of Mordechai and Esther, Asher b'schusam ye'aser lo'akadosh baruch hu. In their honor, Hashem will listen to you. V'yiftach le'ishare rachamim, and Hashem will open up the gates of mercy. U'sekubal tefilas ve'baratzon, and your tefilas will be accepted favorably. That's from the Kava Yashar. So we have in mind today... We'll say from Malka Basheva, Bas Tamima, Leia, Besoch Sharchol Yisrael. We could say publicly now is that we pray for her to have a refuah shlema. Um, and we, of course, have in mind all people who are sick, both physically and mentally and spiritually, and that Hashem, Be'ez Hashem, will have rachamim on all the Jewish people, especially in this time of of uh, this last year was a, a year, a tremendous uh, year of uh, last Purim. We had no idea that we'd be wearing uh, masks the whole year. We had no idea what, what uh, Hashem had in store for us. And as we know, that's the beauty of life. The beauty, which is scary also, but the beauty of life is, is the fact that it's so important to take advantage of every day because you never know what tomorrow brings. A person never knows what comes tomorrow, even Legabe Dovi Grunberg, uh, his daughter, right? In one second, he went, he told Yaakov Deitch, he's going to, uh, he's in the middle of learning with, with him, and he's saying, oh, I'm just going to bring my daughter to, uh, to the doctor for a checkup for something, whatever it was. She was having an earache. She was a regular checkup. And meanwhile, uh, his whole world and whole life is turned upside down. Mimitz Hashem, it's going to turn, Hashem's going to turn it back upside down, uh, right side up. Mimitz Hashem over the next, as soon as possible, through our tefillahs, of course, that's the whole, uh, that's, that, that, that's what it's about. But the point is, Histarta Panecha Hayisi Nivol. Hashem has a Hastaras Panim, a small uh, Hester, a small removal of, of his countenance. Of his ha'aras pan of chasashalom and hayisi nivol, there's a bahala. In one second, Hashem could turn a person's life upside down, and that's the power of today. That's the power of now. That's the power of every moment that we live in life. Because you never know, you never know mayelad yom. You have no idea. A person doesn't know when, when he's going to die. A person doesn't know. A person could drop and you know chasashalom. He could drop. He could have a heart attack in one second. He could chasashalom. Whatever. You know, but but that but but we're we're so the goin the goin says the gra says 
and I forgot on which pasuk he says it, and I think it's from Mishlei, but I, I don't think I saw it. On Mishlei, I saw it from brought down. I forgot where I saw it. That that he says a person is literally like standing on a, you know, like when they have those uh, traps for animals, and and you spread out this big net, and the animals walking around, you know the area and he's eating and he's having a good time. He's even laying down. Meanwhile, there's this big net that's parus, you know, that's spread around this animal. And any second, the hunter is going to go ahead and snap the string and it's all going to pull the, pull the animal and, and he flies up, you know, and, and that's it. So he says, so too, a person walks around in this world. He walks in this world like, oh, you know, it's my world. I own this world. They can get angry at people. I'm, uh, how dare you, you know, uh, you know, whatever you do. How dare you, you know, mess up my world. Or, or I need my tivus and I need whatever it is. We, we walk around like we're, we're like we're the God. We're like we're God. You know, it's my world. It ain't your world. You're, 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 you're standing on Hashem's world and... and and he can in any second do whatever he needs to do and wants to do. And, that, and, and one day that's the way it works. That's the way it works for all of us. For everybody here, that's the way it works. Every person. So, so it's an incredible uh, happiness when you think like that. Because when a person thinks in those terms, then he's, he's not going to be... If, if, if a person knew he had 24 hours to live, if a person knew that all I have is today, so he would live it with... Very differently than if he says, oh, yeah, yeah, I got time, I got time, I got time. And uh, that's the power of tshuva. The power of tshuva, uh, the, it's not a, uh, I didn't make this up either. It's a, it's a uh, I think the medrash says, ain't, I could find it if anyone wants, wants to see it. Ain va'ata elolashe tshuva. Ata with an ayin. Ain va'ata elolashe tshuva. Ayin ata means now. Now is the time for a person to do tshuva. Now is the time, especially in Tainus Esther, especially in Erev Purim, especially today, tomorrow, it's Erev Shabbos. It's like a, like a four-day yomtiv for all of us. You have today, you have tomorrow, you have Shabbos, you have Sunday, Shushan Purim, in Yushalayim, wherever you are, just total shefa. And then, it's, then we begin the march towards, towards Pesach, towards cleansing ourselves. It's Mamash uh, holy time. And uh, Hashem gives us these times uh, to tap into, to tap into our neshama, to tap into what life is about. Life is about learning to, to change the way you look at people. Life, it's one of the biggest things to daven for. Uh, one of the biggest things to daven for is to be able to be someone who loves a Jew more and more and more. And to mamish all the tzaddikim, all the tzaddikim, uh, are, are always working on loving, loving as uh, it's brought down by Rib Shimon, Shem, as we're, we were, you know, Lag Bomer is not that far away, right? Rib Shimon says the bigger, bigger tzaddik, the bigger the tzaddik, the more he loves the, the Russia more. The bigger you're a tzaddik, the more you love the Russia. The more <coughs> you could love a Jew who's, who's, who's far from, from, from Yiddishkeit. Who's for? And it's hard. It's a big avoida. It's very, very hard. A lot of times we, we just see the negative and we see uh, all the negative in other people. We see the negative in ourselves. And that's why we're, we're going to start with Hilchas Lashon Hara today, like we do every day, Baruch Hashem. And that is in order to remind ourselves what, what, uh, how we could hurt people and how dangerous it is. And that's today's... Um, Today's lesson in Lashon Hara, which is page 72, day 25, negative facial expressions. A person can be over the Aver of Lashon Hara without <coughs> even saying a word. Especially nowadays with WhatsApp, especially nowadays with WhatsApp groups, chats, you could, it's even more, more, more dangerous um, because you could, you could tell Lashon Hara to hundreds of people in one Shot. You can embarrass someone in front of hundreds of people with one line that you say, and uh, that's very, very dangerous. And he says, how? By smirking, turning up one's nose, 
or w- winking in a negative manner. While you're talking on the phone with, your, with somebody, you smirk to your friend in regards to that person, right? You're talking on the phone, uh, someone sees you talking on the phone, and you like roll your eyes, you're like, yeah, whatever, you make some, you know, uh, so you don't, you don't even say anything, that's Lashon Hara. In the midst of listening to a speech, you wink to your friend in reference to the speaker, right? That's another way. If the above mentioned facial expressions are performed in a negative fashion, they fall under the category of Lashon Hara. Unbelievable. Hilchos Lashon Hara Alev Ches. Writing negative information, as we mentioned before, and that's very powerful. Another form of Lashon Hara is to write negative information about someone. And, and like, like we said, a person who, who does this in a, in, a, in a group chat, it's even more dangerous because you're literally saying Lashon Hara. Imagine standing up publicly in front of hundreds of people and talking Lashon Hara about a person. So we, you would never do that. But when it comes to writing, you're more comfortable to do that. So it's very, a person has to be very careful. Also, just to mention, one, once we're on the topic of, of writing things, a lot of times when it comes to, and this is a different Isser, uh, but the Isser of Leisainu Ishas Achiv, to verbally abuse, right? So a lot of times it's much harder to tell someone something in person. But when you write it to them, and you write something to them, uh, it's much easier to just express it when you're not with them. So a lot of times I know I find myself, I know with myself I've made mistakes in my life when there was something going on with uh, another person and myself, let's say it was a problem or whatever it is, and <clears throat> when you have to call them and get them on the phone and talk to them, you're not going to be as sharp. You're not going to say really what you're going to say if you would say it when you're texting them or WhatsApping them. And a person has to be very, very careful um, in, in the world that we live in where it's so quick to write things, you know, and to say things uh, through the phone, that a person has to be so, so careful uh, not to, not to uh, do that, to maybe wait, you know, 20 seconds, to wait a minute before you write something when you have anger at somebody or someone said something or someone did something, to be very, very careful because you could end up saying things that are very hurtful and you can't take it back. That's, 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 that's even harder. That you can't take it back once you write it. You can't take it back once you say it either. But uh, w- once you write it, it's written. Yes, Nisano? I guess I had a general question about what I was saying before about Tfilah. Um, I'm trying to understand how does it work. Like, I think the campaign, so we call, we call, you know, we call somebody and say, he doesn't know about Yeshiva, so we try to explain what Yeshiva is, and we try to, like, you know, tell him all the good stuff and tell him all the why he gave by giving my Yeshiva. But when it comes to Hashem, like, what are we. Um, what does it mean to like doubt this specific thing? Like, is it like, please, please, please give it to me? Like, what, what are we trying to accomplish there? I'm, uh, I'm not sure what you're asking. Like, it's like, Hashem knows exactly what we do. And Hashem knows what we need better than what we do. So, right. like, what's the point of that? Meaning, Stam, you're asking Shailam, why do we dive in Bechlal? Meaning, because Hashem knows. Because we're davening for ourselves. Tefillah is lihispalal, is that you become, you become, you become a tefillah. It's good for you to know where it comes from, where, where, where it comes. Hashem wants us to cry out to Him. Hashem wants us to, to, to ask Him for things. That's, that's, that's Adam. Adam, the, the, the letters of Adam, the, um, letter, the inside letters of Adam is tefillah. If you spell it out, spell it out for everybody. Aleph, right? What are the hidden letters of Aleph? Nisano? Lamed Pei. Dalid. Dalid is what? Huh? No, Lamed Tav. And Mem is Mem. So, Mem, you have to, you have to see it. You have to see it. You got to write it out yourself, and you'll see it. The hidden letters of Adam are mispalo. Mem from the mem, tough from from the dalid, pay from the aleph, and you're left with two lamans. 
So mispalel. So in Adam, the hidden letters of Adam are mispalel. It's because the purpose of a person to bring down the Shefa into this world, you have to, you know, you have to, you know, you learn about tefillah, but that's the ikr of a, of a person, is to always be davening and to ask Hashem. It's because everything we have is from Hashem. All Shefa that comes is from Hashem. Yeah. Sure, sure. Sure. Right. If ever you ask for Hashem, we'll right. Oh, but I've asked for things. Yeah, but, but I asked for things last time. Right, right, okay. So, so Hashem has three answers for us all the time. Right. What are they? But per- what are the three answers? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Right. I have something better. Exactly. Shkash, Yehuda. That's it. So what are you worried about? Right, Correct. So, yeah, but, 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 but on Purim is a zman of, of, then, of a... He'll give you whatever you ask. Yes, yes, he'll give you. Hashem is so close to us on Purim. It's like Yom Kippur, literally. What's the problem? What's the problem? So I could say two things on that also. Could be, could be, could be you have to daven harder. Could be you have to ask more. Maybe he wants you, you to pour out your heart more. Or he says, I need more, so give me more time. Or he's got something better for you. You think this is good for you. Something else is good for you. Okay, that's already getting into the question of tefillah. But, but, but Hashem is, is uh, if Hashem in a, regular, in a regular time, Hashem is, uh, listens to Shemeyat tefillah. We say every day, it's three times a day. Hashem is Shemeyat tefillah. Hashem is on Kola Poishet Yad Noistim. They say, especially on Purim, there's, a, there's an extra ability for a person to literally, to, uh, to come into the, to the Melech. To, to the uh, <clears throat> to be mevatel gzeris the tzaddikim. What do you think the tzaddikim are doing today and tomorrow? What do you think the tzaddikim are doing for the next three days? What are they doing? What, are they, what do you think they're doing? They're Why? Who are they davening for? They're davening for you and me. They're davening for the Jewish people. What do you think Reb Chaim Kanievsky is going to be doing? What do you think the tzaddikim are doing during during these days? <coughs> They're crying out, Hashem, Keli, Keli, Lama Zavtani. Hashem, davening for the Shechina, the davening. Us, we're, you know, we're davening, I need a little, you know, a little more cash, right? A little more of this, which is fine. We daven for whatever you got to daven. I'm saying that it is man, it's a tremendous holy time. If we really believe that our tefillahs would be answered, and we really believe that Hashem is this, we daven. We would daven. We wouldn't have the attitude, you know. That, that, I'm not saying you have that attitude, but if you really, really knew that Hashem could answer your tefillahs, and you really, really knew how much rachamim you needed, you would daven. People don't daven. People, people in tough situations now. I'm not. I'm not. Hashem should help. We should never. We shouldn't have to have these situations to make us daven. When a person is in real right, there are no atheists in a foxhole. You, you ever heard that? Never heard that. Do you understand what that means? And no one, people don't believe in God until they're in a, you know what a foxhole is. Right? When the bombs are coming and the guy's ready to kill the guy, suddenly, you know, you know, God, help me. Why? Because it comes from the heart. Feel it comes from the heart. By us, we're like, I really don't have to daven for anything. I really don't need anything. I got my three meals a day. I got my health. I got, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I'm not going to die. I'm going to live forever, right? I'm doing all right. I'm okay. I got my food. I got my AC. I got my heat. I got my gabara even. <laughs> I'm all good. I got my everything set. What do I need to daven for? What do I need to daven for? I'm all okay. Yeah. <laughs> that needs even more rachamim, the person who feels that way. You need the biggest rachamim. You think that you don't have to daven for anything. And I, 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 you make a list of things you're davening for this year. You down for it? I'll go over with you next year before Purim. I guarantee you'll you'll uh, you'll, you'll be checking off. You'll be checking off everything, guaranteed. Wow, I'm gonna make that list a little bigger now. What? Yeah, make a list. If you make a list and you bring it to me, you make a list and you bring it to me. 
You don't have to go, why have to go for a book? I mean, you, it has to be realistic. You, you can't say, okay, uh, I hope that, uh, you know what I mean? I want to I become a, you know, uh, has to be realistic. If you daven for realistic things that you really want to daven for, you know, okay, or, or there, Rahman al when people are sick and people have situations and people daven and they daven, a lot of times it hurts people and they say, oh, what do you mean? But the person died and this happened. Okay, there, there, there are things that we don't understand. But I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in the regular realm of, of, of life. When, when there are things that you feel you need, you need from Hashem. Hashem provides all the time. Okay. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Especially as you learn the biggest segula for, for tefillah. And the biggest segula for, for having your, your tefillahs answered is, uh, is a person learning Hilchas Lashon Hara, a person being makbid on Hilchas, learning Hilchas Lashon Hara and being makbid, not to speak any Lashon Hara. That's the biggest segula a person can have, that, to have his tefillahs answered and to, to have life. Hachayim v'amavis biyada Lashon, literally. Literally life and death are in a person's speech. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let's be zocha to not speak any lashon hara. We'll be zocha to love every Jew, especially this Purim, Mechias Amalek, and Achtas, like we said last night. One of the avodas of, of Tainus Esther and Purim is the avoda of Lech Knois, as Kola Yehudim, for a person to have Achtas, Keneged Amalek, which says, Am. Mefuzer umefurid beinahamim. That's what the Goyim, That's what Amalek tells us is that we're 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 fragmentized, right? We have groups of of, uh, of different Jews, and uh, and that we're all different and spread out. But a Jew is the opposite. Where Lech Knois is called a Yehudim, is that we come together ba'achdus. That's the goal uh, and the purpose of uh, of Kalal Yisrael is to be echad. Shem Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. That's that's the Gemara and Pesachim. That's what that's what that's what uh, we're all together. We're all Echad. We're all uh, we're all one. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let's be zocha to that today and every day. But befrad on Tainus Esther and Purim will be zocha to tremendous achtas of achtas as the Belzer Rebbe says loy Echad. It's a good hachana uh, for. We have to already start preparing for Pesach tomorrow by the Suda. You have to start learning the Hilchas Pesach. It's brought down to, to learn the Hilchas Pesach tomorrow at the Suda. Because 30 days, Kaidam Lachag. So I'll already tell you your first Pshat that you'll say over. Yasi, you know this Pshat? The Belzer, the Belzer Rebbe said, says, I think it's from Rabbi from Belz. He said, If you don't say this Pshat to Seder from hearing this, let me say it better. You got to say this pshat to Seder. Right? It's one of the uh, special parts of the Seder. You pick up the cup. Vihi. What's vihi? I oh, will start with that. What's vihi? So they say vav is shisha sidra mishnah. Hey is chamisha chumshay Torah. Yud is daser sadibrois, and aleph is Hashem. So that's number one. Vihi shamda lavaisenu v'lanu. What holds us up? Mishnah, Torah, right? Aser Sadibris, Hashem, right? That's what holds us up. It's not just one crazy man who or, or someone came up to destroy us. You know the Pshat Mordechai? Oh, come on, you've been here for that long? That's a tain on me. It's not a tain on you. So I didn't say it enough. It's not a tain on you. If I said it enough, you didn't forget to keep the main thing the main thing, right? That you didn't forget. But this, so, so, so that I drilled in enough, right? So I got to drill this one in enough, right? This is a pshat. You have to know your whole life. You have to know this pshat the whole your whole life. Not just to say it at the seder. You have to say it at the seder every seder also for your children, God willing. You got to labincha. This is what you got to give over to them. You got to know that this is what life is about. Right? Why do they come against us? Why do they come against us? Everyone know, the, everyone know this? Do we have to sing it? 
Right? Is that just one who came against us? Every generation. Every generation. Well, you think anti Semitism is new? It's not new. It's the oldest, semit- it's the oldest, it's the oldest <laughs> hatred in the world. Well, I mean, Kain and Hevel might be a little older than that. But, but, but it's the old, it, it, it started a long time ago. It started with, with Esav and Yaakov. It's not a new thing, anti Semitism. And every generation, Hitler, Yamach Shemo, the Zichro. Okay, we still have people from that generation. I don't know what generations are called. I'm saying, you have, you have, uh, yeah, yeah, always have people who are coming. Don't, don't be surprised in your life when you're going to see, oh, they hate the Jews. They want to wipe us off, off the map. <gasps> oh my gosh, how dare he say that? They've been saying that the whole, the whole history is wiping us off the map. You think it's uh, Iran is suddenly wiping off Hamas, uh, Gaza, these, these wackos, they want to they destroy the Jews. They always want to destroy the Jews. They're always going to want to destroy us. So what's the shot? Here, here it goes. This is the real lesson. See, you could say this in, in poetry, uh, Mordechai, but now let's say it as a pshat. You know the pshat. What? What destroys us? Says the Belzerebbe. He says, what is? What destroys us? The enemy outside doesn't destroy us. It's the fact that we don't have achtus. Shalai echad bilvad. The only thing that destroys us is the low echad. Is the fact that Klal Yisrael is not achtos, but achtos. That's amad aleinu lechalaseinu. The low echad, us being not one, is what's amad aleinu lechalaseinu. That is what destroys the Jewish people. It's not Hitler, Yamach Shemo. It's not Hamas, Yamach Shemam. It's not the Spanish Inquisition. It's not the, this, the, the, all the, all the Rishoyim that came against us. It's not them who came to destroy us. It's the Lay Echad Bilvad. It's our lack of Achtas. Yeah, the Kenstab Shah, yes. Is that a, is that a shot they say in the, in the house? You've heard that from the Bells Rebbe? Yeah, right, exactly. But that shot, you got it? Natan, you're going to say that over? You'll say that, what? You heard this before, so you'll say it. Yes, yeah, my father, that was one of my father. Very good, Nasan. Okay, now I don't feel so bad. Okay, we got somebody, it got through somewhere. So you got to say it to your family. You'll say it to your family, you'll say it to your children. Say, say by children, you got to Labincha. They say, you got to Labincha, you have to tell yourself. There's a Ben inside of yourself. All the therapy and the psychology, you got to tell your inner child. Where do you think they got that from? They got that from the Torah. They got the Labincha. You have to tell the, you have to tell Girsa the Yankasa. You have to tell the, the inner child. Wait, the inner child, do you think, is, a, is something that, that the Rabbanu Shalom doesn't know about your inner child? You got the Labincha, Girsa the Yankasa. You know what Girsa the Yankasa is? You guys know? Girsa the Yankasa is the things you remember in childhood, you remember very, very, very well. You remember the best, what you were as a child. It, it makes the, greatest imprint on you when you're a child. And the pshat is that, that there's, a, there's a child in each and every one of us that knows the truth about, about the Torah, that knows the truth about life, that learned, right? When you were in your mother's womb, you were connected, right, to the Torah. You have a tremendous strong connection to Hashem, your neshama. So we got to Levincha, you have to remind yourself, you have to tell your children that that's what life is about. It's never the enemy outside, the enemy outside. See that, Mordechai, you remember, right? The enemy outside could do us no harm, right? If there's no enemy within, there's no enemy outside. Okay. I have no idea. How do we get to that? Because it's Arab, because this is all hachanas. Purim is all hachana for Pesach. You guys know that. You guys know that. Purim is all hachana, gula, soimach. Why do we have an adar? Adar base, right? The Gemara says. Why do you have, if, if two adars, you have Purim and adar base? The Gemara says straight out because you're. You have gula to gula. That's it. You, ne- you need to have gula, which is Purim, to the gula of, of Nisan, which Amir Tashem will talk about. You had a question? Who had a question? Oh, sorry, Yitzi. Uh, 
Does that not, does that not, like, not take away from the holiness of the day? Take away? How's it going to take away? You're learning halacha. You learn a halacha at the Suda. You start off your Suda saying, saying a Hilchas Pesach. Talk about saying, I'm saying, what is Purim? What's the purpose of Purim? What is Purim? Hachana for Pesach. You're getting ready for Gula. You're getting ready to get ready. It's 30 days. You can't have matzah anymore. No more matzah. Also the, also the Suda. The Suda of... of the, of, uh, of was, was, was Pesach. The, 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 the whole Suda of uh, Esther, Esther Malka was on Pesach. That's part of it. It says that they, that they that's the kasha they ask. How could they not have all the segulas of, the, of, the, of Yom Tov? You would have thought that they would say, go eat. They fasted on, on uh, or whatever it was. It was on Pesach, however it worked out. Right? It was the pshat. They, they asked the kasha. The Svarim, they asked the kasha. How could they... How could they be mavatal, the, the segulus of, of, of Pesach? It's a tremendous guy. Because we look at Pesach as like, right, I'm going home to America. I know Shaykh about Pesach. That's how we look at Pesach. We look at Pesach as, okay, it's Pesach. I got to, uh, how, am I, how am I making money? Or how am I, I don't know, what am I doing? Going to Starbucks, going to Dunkin' Donuts, whatever it is. <laughs> that, we, that we remember, right? That's that shot we remember. Yeah, what are you saying? Mordechai, Mordechai is shining. Well, let's look there. That's Pesach for us, Pesach. Get the vacuum cleaner out. Yeah. Yes. We're not focusing on Pesach. Why is everyone getting so nervous? Why is everybody getting so nervous at Pesach? I understand what that means. I'm saying I'm learning. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're learning. I'm not saying someone's sitting and uh, talking the Haggadah on, on the thing. I'm saying it's brought. I didn't make this up. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch that you're supposed to at the at the at the at the Purim Suuda to mention a halacha. Well, 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 hold up. Every Suda that the guy. Sorry, sorry to sorry to not sorry. I'm happy to tell this to you. Every time you sit down to a meal, you have to say Torah. Do you know that? Every time you have a suda, you have to forget, for sure this, for sure this, that you have to do to make sure that your mouth goes this way, not that way, when you're eating. So first of all, you have to, you have to do this every time you have a meal. But besides that, if you have a meal and there's no Torah on it, right, what does the Mishnah say? Zivchemei it's Mamesh, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sick, sick meal. So, so, you're going to learn. You're going to be doing Purim. It is Purim. Why, why can't I say, why can't I learn? Why I can't learn one, I can't learn one minute and to say, the, uh, there's a mitzvah to do B'dikas Chametz on, on uh, Yadalad La'ar Aner. There's a mitzvah. That's it. How long does that take? No, but I'm saying, why is everyone getting nervous about it? No, tell me. What? We don't mind joking laughing. It's not is that you can, you have to. When a person eats a, a, a for sure in the, in the, in the Sudaspuram is, is, is from the holiest of holy, for sure. I'm not sure what everyone's worried about saying, even if you say all the Pshatim, Pesach is Gula, it's Azman of Gula. So, yeah. I look at it like, like on Shabbos, you don't think about anything else, you just think about Shabbos. Right. Oh. So good. So, so Elama, very good. Good Kasha. So Rabrafi and, and Yitzi, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. But what do we see from there? So we obviously we don't know what, we obviously don't know what to do. If, if you grew up, right, and no offense to, your, to how you grew up, but if we grew up and it was Pashat, that, uh, that by the Suda, there's a Halacha that said, then we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? Right? People who grow up and they have Oh, let me ask you, are you having kreplach on Purim? Who's having kreplach? Anybody know what kreplach are? You're having kreplach on Purim? Do you have kreplach on Purim? So you have kreplach on Purim. Yasul, you have kreplach on Purim? Avada, why avada? Why do you have kreplach on Purim? No, you remember this shot I told you? Every time we clap, we have kreplach. So where do we clap on Purim? Whatever. Oh, very good. So there's another pshat. Where are the other two times you, you have kreplach? You have three times kreplach. 
Arab Yom Kippur. Right, so you know the pshat in that. This is, an, this is not as important as the Layachad Bilvad, but this is a nice pshat also. Why do you have Kreplach on those three times? You're going to like this, Rabbi Ragazar. Why do you have Kreplach? Those three? I told this to you once. I told you. No, no. So those are the three days, right, that are, that are, that are Yom, uh, Erev Yom Kippur. And I just want to say, guys, don't get upset at your wife if she is, doesn't make Kreplach. That's, uh, the, the Kreplach is the secondary. Don't be upset at your wife. It's not a mitzvah. Lo yechad bilvad al Remember that. Remember that shot. I thought that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, right. You'll get upset at your wife. She didn't make kreplach. Everyone know what kreplach. For anyone who doesn't know what kreplach, kreplach or you have meat, right? Oh, it's a wonton. We'll call it that. Yeah. Now we're talking. Kreplach is a is a is a Jewish wonton. Sorry, sorry. Right? Whoever made up the Kreplach is like, oh, hey, Fisher, what did you do? You ruined it. A wonton. He's talking about wonton. Now he's been his monim. Now we're talking about Arab Pesach. Wonton. Ah, now we're talking. Right? What? Wonton egg drop. I happen to like the wonton egg drop. What? Yeah, whatever it is. So there are three days where you have Kreplach. Haishana Raba. Erev Yom Kippur and Purim. Why? Because what is Kreplach? Kreplach is dough and inside is meat. So those, so those three days are days that are called the Yomtiv. Hishan Rab is a Yomtiv. Erev Yom Kippur Avad is a Yomtiv. And Purim is a Yomtiv. But since you do Malacha on those three days, you're allowed to do Malacha 100%. Mutter to do Malacha. So the Yomtiv is Covered over. So when do you have meat? When, are you, when are, do you have a mitzvah? You have a mitzvah to have meat. You guys know that. You have a mitzvah to eat meat and drink wine. Here, you could say that halacha at your Seder. You could say, it comes Pesach, and the Goyen says, it's one of the hardest mitzvahs to be Mekayim. He says, it's one of the hardest mitzvahs to be Mekayim is the mitzvah of Simchas Yomtev, through Yayin, through, through drinking. It's the hardest, one of the hardest mitzvahs for a person to do, the Gain says. So since you eat meat on Yom Tiv, and these are three days where it's Yom Tiv, but the Yom Tiv is covered since we do Malacha, so we cover the meat and we eat it on those three days. So it's covered, it's a, it's a covered Yom Tiv. But lo yachad is more important to remember that, to remember that. That's more of a, yes, you did, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I didn't make this up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Correct. Correct. Right, right, correct. Right, right, right. Well, we have to try and understand Yitzi and, and Rafi and all of us. What we have to understand is we have to understand what's the pshat, meaning because there's a gu'ula. There's a gu'ula. What's Pesach? Because Pesach, we're gonna, Pesach, Purim, what? One's Purim, one's Pesach. You have to know what Pesach is. You have to know what Purim is. The problem is we don't know what Purim is, we don't know what Pesach is, so we get nervous. I'm not saying you, we get nervous. Oh, why am I, uh, why am I mixing the two? Yeah, there's a tremendous connection between, between Pesach and Purim. Tremendous connection. It's Gula. It's Gula Sanefesh. We're saved. Okay, beautiful. Oh, we're already getting in the spirit. Okay. Yeah, any, anybody else as we wrapped up? Because well, 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 we said lo echad, and uh, that's how we got into that. We already started Yom Tiv, Pesach, Achonus. Especially those who are going back to America. You've got to be very careful. You've got to daven strong. you got to daven strong. Yes? You have yesterday, last night's shear. You have last night's shear recorded. You heard that? Okay, so we had an hour shear on that last night. I don't mind repeating. What? It was put on the Torah. Torah the, yeah, we'll send it to you. I would listen to it. We spoke a lot about that. What? No, no, I'm not chazering again. No, no. If I could summarize, it's not a summary shear. Okay, I apologize. But yeah, you can get. I, w- I would suggest you listen to it. I would suggest you listen to it. Okay. Okay. Let's um, 
Let's learn a little bit about, about uh, Sheker, about being a liar. So we're on the sixth thing. There are nine things uh, that, that, that are prevalent when we hang around people. The first one we said was you're going to verbally abuse people. The second is giving bad advice. The third one is speaking Lashon Hara. The fourth one is hatred and revenge. The fifth one is you don't keep your word. And the sixth one is you lie. And the Mesil Shasharim, we can learn a little bit. It's a little bit of a, uh, it's a good day to learn a little bit more inside. Um, the, the, uh, let's split up the liars. Let's try and understand the levels of liars. Uh, the first level of liars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll do the second thing. The first level of liar is somebody who goes ahead and makes up total lies. In order, we said this last time, we spoke about this, is because I can be a great conversationalist and people will like me if I lie. Oh, this is how we got into it. This is how we got into it, I think, um, when we spoke about this, right? You'll lie, you'll lie because you are... You probably start lying when you're a kid. Why? Because in order to get uh, somewhere in your class or to be accepted by your friends or, you know, to whatever it is, you got to lie. You have to say, I'm, I'm this. Oh, yeah, I'm, my, I'm also rich. You know, I'm also this. I'm, uh, you know, I could also do that. Oh, my older brother also has a this, right? Meanwhile, you're, you're, you're lying. Right? And the reason that we lie, says the Mitzvah Sharm, the first reason why people lie and the lie is because they want to be accepted by other people. They want to have a good conversation and they want people to um, hold of them as chashev. You are important. So if you say things like, oh, sure, you know, I went, you know, huh, I also went skiing on the Alps, even though you never went skiing on the Alps. Or I also, oh yeah, I drove my car yeah, I went once, I was driving, I was this, I drove 110. Huh, 110. You know, that's slow. I've driven 130. Meanwhile, you never drove 130 in your life. You maybe dreamed of it, you thought about it, and then you convinced yourself that you actually did it, but you're willing to invent that for people to be like, wow, that guy's cooler than I am. Right? It's Masil Sushar, 101. Okay, yeah, question, comments on that? Yeah, David? Yes. I class the shalom don't want to uh, bring a riot to the sales of charm, but I know a, a very large addiction counselor who, uh, who always says that um, um, a person's first uh, journey into mind-altering substances is usually the first lie he tells because he gets to change his reality and live in it. Wow. It can be really addictive. Wow. Beautiful. 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 Meaning, meaning what David's saying is that, is that a person uh, can, can live his whole life or a lot of his life uh, in, in a, literally in a lie. Correct. Well, that's one of the things that, 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 that we do. Here he's actually talking about with other people. Yours is, is a little bit even rougher than that, which is really um, in the uh, first part, which is, uh, which is uh, a, a person... Um, sort of tricking himself. Um, you're not even fooling, you're fooling others, you're really fooling yourself. But that's part of it. That's beautiful, David. Well said. Okay, next level of liars. He says, and that is that they are not necessarily going to uh, lie all the time. However, however, he says, He's not going to make up stories. He's not going to make up stories that never happened. But if he needs to embellish a story to make it sound a little bit better, then he'll sprinkle some lies in, in there. Uh, whatever he needs. Meaning he's not going to straight out, right? The first guy, he'll stretch the truth. He'll sprinkle lies on there. The first guy is just, you know, he, he doesn't even, he's not living in reality anymore. Because he's, he's totally just living a, a lie. It's hard for him, the first guy, it's hard for him to actually tell the truth, a guy like that. 
The second guy doesn't have trouble telling the truth. The second guy tells the truth, but he has no qualms about uh, sprinkling uh, lies at all. He doesn't care at all to sprinkle a lie. Interesting that what he says, what's the punishment of the liar? I don't know why he says it over here. I always had that kasha, why he says it in this one. What's the punishment of the liar? So, yeah, yeah, it's bachlals. Right, 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 right. Right, right. Because sometimes does, right. Yeah. That even if he's telling the truth, right, it's the boy who cried wolf. That's the punishment of the liar. The punishment of the liar is that even if he's telling the truth, right, you're saying, because the first one's never telling the truth, right? So, so it's not him. Good. That could be, right? The second guy tells the truth. But even when he tells the truth, no one's going to believe him because they're not sure if he's lying or he's telling the truth. So that's the punishment and the consequences of the second level liar. Okay? We'll do one more and then I'll hand it over to you guys. Which is a little bit less. And those who are people who don't lie so much. However, if they need to, they will lie. And, and um, to that, um, he says, is the opposite of the Ratzon of Hashem. It's the opposite of the Ratzon of those who follow Hashem. As it says, Tavar Sheker, Yisna Tzadik, like the Pasuk says, Midvar Sheker Tirchak. Midvar Sheker Tirchak. And the Ramchal is Medayik. And he says very clearly, he makes a, a, uh, a uh, inference. And he says, Shalom Amar Misheker Tishamer. Doesn't say watch out, don't lie. Ela Midvar Sheker Tirchak. Rather stay far away from lies. Lahair, to make us aware. Osanu. Because the lesson is you got to be very, very careful. You have to stay far away from lies. Unbelievable. And that's the Pshat. Chosamay Shalakash Baruchu is Emes. Shaishan is Yaakov. Sahalav is Amecha. Yaakov is Emes. Right? Haman Arasha is Sheker. Right? The, the Rishayim are live a life of Sheker. The Tzadikim live a life of Emes. That's why it's very important to stay away from Rishayim and to stay away from people who are involved in Sheker. You have to midvar Sheker Tirchak. You have to stay away from people who are Shakranim, who, are, who, are, uh, who live a life like David was saying. And he says, Im right? If the signature of Hashem, when Hashem signs His name, He signs it MS, meaning, and that's, right? You go to a hand... Uh, 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 what are they called? A, a graphologist? What are they called? Graphologist. You go to somebody who, who can study uh, your, your signature, he'll tell you, oh, that's the essence of who you are. So if the, if the chasima, if the, the chasima of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is emes, so that's who Hashem is. Hashem is emes. Hashem is reality. So somebody who lives a lie is far away from, from Hashem. That's the famous thing. People get nervous, don't get nervous when you hear this pshat. Just try and understand this pshat that the Choyze from Lublin said that he says, the Russia who knows he's a Russia is closer to Hashem than the Tzaddik who thinks he's a Tzaddik. Why? Because the Russia who knows he's a Russia is more connected to Emes than somebody who thinks he's a Tzaddik. So it's not so much what you're doing, it's how much you're connected to reality, how much you're connected to the truth. When a person's connected to the truth, then he's closer to Hashem. Um, okay, let's hear your question, comments, because we're up to, beautiful, we finished number six. Uh, we could do one more if, if everybody's interested, uh, but I'll probably save it because it's a very powerful one. Could be we could say it anyway, but question, comments on the, li- on the lie, on the Sheker thing, that's something definitely we could talk about. Yes? Yeah, it's true. 
Very good. Yeah, that's true. Correct. So that, it could also be, it is Shekhar. Right. Those should be our biggest lies, but yes, correct. I'm not justifying it, I'm saying you're right. Halavai, that's, that's the extent of our lies, yeah. What is the good about Shekhar to Stay away from the lie, like, how do I know someone's so far away? Right, right. You have to. It's good. Yeah, it's a good question. You have to hang around people who could challenge you. You have to have close friends who could challenge you. You, when you get married, you, your wife will challenge you, hopefully, and you'll uh, you'll know how much you have uh, rebellion. You have people you look up to who could keep you straight. Otherwise, correct. It's very easy for a person to live to live a lie. Alone. When you're alone, it's much easier to fool yourself. Right, Yehuda? You can fool yourself. 100%. Right? When a person gets married, for sure it helps him. It helps him. It's, it's harder to hide your lies. It's much easier as a bachar to, to, hide, to hide yourself. When you're married, you expose much more of yourself. And then you have, uh, you know, good friends. You have Rebbeim. You learn Muslim. You learn, you, learn, you learn about it. Yes, David. Um, there are a lot of times where uh, now I actually tell my Hebrew is not that good, and I'll be having a conversation with someone who doesn't speak any English, and I'll be like, yeah, Avanti, Avanti, sure, whatever, just uh, I want to finish this transaction. Is that considered lying? Hmm. I wouldn't worry about it. That's not a big deal. I don't think. I like, make pre written things. I don't <laughs> care about what you have to say. I just want to find <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Give me Again, these. Again, like 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 uh, Nisana was saying, you uh, obviously these are things that that uh, um, you know. I, I think I I think that that it's good to be sensitive to these things. That's all. You know, it's that story of the guy who calls up. You know, uh, you know the home when they used to have telephones that people used to call up, right? So right, we don't have that anymore. But uh, it used to be there was a telephone in a house. I don't know if you guys know this. There was like one phone. For everybody, and what there was like a phone on the wall. Yeah, exactly. So there was one phone in the house, and it would ring right during supper if you didn't take it off the hook. I don't know if you know what that means, right? But you would take it off the hook, or you would dial the weather. You used to be able to dial the weather. Uh, we used to dial actually what time it is. Yes, believe it or not. Yes. Yes. So anyway. Right? So someone says, your child picks up the phone and says, hello, is your father there? And they say, is your father there? So he says, tell him that I'm not home. So the child says, my father said to tell you that he's not home. Right? Children don't lie until they, until they uh, who said that? Nussin, Nussin was saying that. What did you say the other day about that? When, right. Children don't lie until you're going to the zoo. Right? Then they see, oh, okay, to get to the zoo, you have to be a free pass if you're 10 years old. Don't say a word. Don't say anything. Right? For my 25, you know, for my $25, we're allowed to lie. Right? That's what I'm saying. So we teach the lies, correct? So, so that's, where, that's where it all begins. We have to be very careful, yeah. Actually, I'm going to say this story. I'll, learn, I'll say the story, Yes. Can someone bring me, I'm sorry, could someone bring me um, a, a Gemara Sanhedrin? If you can give me the art scroll, that'll be good because I'll see the translation. Tzadi Zion. It's probably the third chalik, maybe? Second, third chalik. If they're, if they're, otherwise, I'll take a regular Gemara. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know, but I want the art scroll. The Dafka. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, I'm listening. Why is it a common thing to justify lying? Yeah, I'm saying it's something that, like, a person can be very adaptive on every single uh, yeah. mitzvah in the day, and when it comes to lying, I don't know, again, I don't know if it's a million or not, but there's yeah. a reason we justify lying. Yeah, yeah. What causes it? I don't know. I think, I don't know. Uh, 
I just want to say, by the way, before I answer the question, I, I just want to say, I was going to do it right away as it happened, but I didn't want to interrupt Rav Hillel, but I just think it's very interesting that this place mark was literally not just the right daf. wasn't just the right daf. It was what? It was even the right daf in the art scroll. I'm saying it wasn't just on Sadi Zion there, but this Masora Heritage Foundation paper. Oh, we had that once, Daniel, right? Chaim, we had that. I, I don't go around putting in the daf. I don't go around putting in the pages. This is literally in the same art scroll translation place. So it's a hug and a kiss from Hashem that we're doing, we're learning good, that we're learning well. So Rafilo, back to Rafilo, and then we'll learn the Gemara together. Yeah, what? I think we also were looking up Sanhedrin last time. Well, it wasn't this. Uh, well, it's not this Gemara, because that was a different Gemara. Oh, one second. No, no, I would have remembered it. No, it's not this Gemara. It was a different Gemara. I think what that tomorrow was. But yeah, so if Hill is asking, why do we find, it's not like, we don't find like, uh, like it's a Isser, like uh, to lie, so why do we lie? Yeah. I don't know. Alma de Shikra. I think, uh, we live in a world. Those must be hard, yeah. It is the sixth it is the sixth thing in, in that. Yeah, I don't know. I hear. It's a good aura. Like Emma's. That's what he's saying. What's the shot? The Torah knows how to say loyal, don't do loyal, because it's not us to lie. The Torah doesn't say that. Sometimes it's a mitzvah to lie. Sometimes even kind of mitzvah. But the Torah does say, and I heard this one, but you're wrong. Midrash Shekhar Torah is stay away from a lie. The Torah worded it like that specifically. It means the, the Isser, the, the stay away from Shekhar. Stay away from Shekhar. Sometimes it's mitzvah to Shekhar. The Torah says, Masechus Korea, right? It's a bit of the the Even they now say it's outright check. Of course, this is, this, that, so that's why people don't see it. They say it could be because of that, it's a horrible. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's, let's, let's uh, the, 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 we'll end off with this. A great story, very scary story, but an amazing story that the it's the Gemara in Sadi Zion. If anyone wants to look it up, it's in Sadi Zion. I'm at Olive. Um, here he goes. Says the Gemara, Amar Rava, Amar Rava. Uh, hava Amina. At first, I used to say that Leka Kushta Baalma. There is no truth in the world, which means there is no person who speaks only the truth. So Rava says, I used to think that there was never a person who could accomplish this and only speak the truth. But then one of the rabbis told me, and his name was Rav Tavis, and some say, some say his name was Rav Tavyomi, and it says, if they would give him all the riches in the world, Lo have mishane bidibure. Could you imagine that? He would not tell a lie. Imagine someone going over to you and say, if you go ahead and say this little lie, I'll give you 
ten million dollars. So you'll say, ah, oh, I just heard a cheer, Rabbi Regis, it's a mitzvah and a lie. There are times where a mitzvah and a lie, and you'll go ahead and you'll say, ah, oh, there's a mitzvah for me to lie right now. I'm going to make millions of dollars. Could you imagine how much tzedakah I could give? Could you imagine how he could have justified how much tzedakah I could give? How many, how many Moses Torah, how many orphans and, and widows, and how many poor people I could support just by saying one little lie? But this holy tzaddik, he, even if they would give him all the riches in the world, unbelievable, he would never tell a lie. And he read, related the following story to me. Zimna Chada, one time I visited, I visited a certain town. And what was the name of the town? The name of the town is Kushta, the Kushta Shmei, right? Everybody knows what Kushta means. Kushta means what, Mordechai? Emes. It means the truth. So the name of the town was where do you live? I live in truth. It's the town that he lived in. And everyone who lived in that city would never lie. And no people from there died before their time. Unbelievable. Oh, oh, this is where I saw this shot. Oh, remember I said this shot? I said this shot recently. Thank you. Hashem just, I said it, what, I said it the other night? Hashem just gave me another hug and a kiss. A person is allotted a certain number of years at birth. If he is deserving, he will live them all out. If not, his life will be shortened. A person who never tells a lie will live his full number of years, even if he does not otherwise merit it. Since he kept his word, Hashem will keep his word. And let him give Ein Yaakov. Let him live to the age he was initially assigned. I just said this the other night, right? When I was with you. I, who did I say this? Chav, I said this to you. I just said this recently. I said, oh, where did I hear this pshat from? I'm a Hashem that I got it again. Right? That's the pshat. A person's given a certain amount of years. And he'll have to, Hashem has to keep his word. But if you don't keep your word, I said, like, you didn't keep your word, I'm not keeping my word. So he says like this. Anyway, in this city, nobody died young, right? Because no one lied. Nesive Itza Minhon. So he says, I married a woman from there, and they had two sons. I had two sons. This is what he says. Yumachada. Here it is. One day, his wife was taking a shower. She was washing her hair. Asai Shivavasa and Tarfa Adasha. Her neighbor came and knocked at the door. Right? Can I speak to her? Savar, listen to this. I think the Basil Sharm even brings this down. Savar, he said, Lav Oirech Ara, it's not proper, it's not sneeze to tell the neighbor. That his wife was washing her hair, taking a shower. It's not sneers to say my wife's taking a shower. Oh my law, he said to the neighbor, Lesa Hacha, she is not home. Shivule Tartin Benin. Subsequently, his two sons died. Asu inchi da asulikame. The townspeople came to him and says, My have, what happened? They never had anyone die. In that city, young, Amalahu, right, Yitzi, you remember this from the Silsharm, right? A few times already, he's gone through it a few times, Yitzi. Amalahu, he told them what had happened. Amalahu, they said to him, we beg you, please get out of here. Get out of town and do not incite death against these people. Unbelievable story. And says to Mesil Tisharim. No. Oh, it could be. Yeah. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Get relax. We're not learning a little, not learning a Rebekah Eger here. There's no Kasha. Don't worry about the Kasha. Zakt, Zakt, says to Mesil Tisharim like this. He says, Ulafi, Ulafi, She'in, Isha shall Rebbe Plain, Yishinsu, Avobishai, Zalachavana, Toiva. Even though it had it, there was a good reason 
to, to change her words. Gerzebeh HaMalachamoves, it started up with the Malachamoves, Ad Shegerashu Misham Bavorzeh, V'chazul Shalvasam, he says, V'ein Tzarech Laharech, Badover Hazeh, Shaseichol Mechaivoy, Badas Machricho, this is something that we all know, uh, how to live our lives, and we'll end off with that, Hashem will help each and every one of us, let us be Zoha to, uh, uh, to, to live a, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a good time for me to say authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to reality, not one's escape from it. If you want to live a happy life, you want to live a true life, you live in connection to reality. However hard that reality might be, that's lying. I've said this to you, to you many times, I think we had in one of the Tuesday, one of the third year shurim. I said, a person who tells the truth, he can tell the truth about himself that he's a chash of a yid too, that he's a chash of a person and that he's had a good year and he works himself. People think, oh, the truth only means uh, you got to find all your negative points also. The truth is knowing your positive points as well. When a person lies to himself, then he lies to himself even in the good things, even in the wonderful things that he, that he has he could also be lying to himself. So it's very... Weaknesses. Exactly. Beautiful. So that's the same thing. Exactly. Very good, Shabbat Zalman. Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha to, uh, to Davin for uh, Malka, Batsheva, Bastmim, Aleya. She should have a Rafu Shlema. We should uh, have her in mind. This whole shir was b'schusa in her schus of her fushlema, and b'soch sharchol Yisrael. Should be zocha each and every one of us to Yeshuas, to Nachamas, to Rafuas, for us all of Klal Yisrael. Should be zocha. Hashem has to have. You know what? We could daven for one thing right now. We should, Hashem should have rachamim on us that we, that we know how to do Tainus Esther and we know how to do Purim. You know how to do Purim. What do we know? How do we know how to have a Sudas Purim? How do we know how to, how to do a Tainas Esther? So Hashem will have Rachamim on us and will help us that, uh, that we'll be able to do everything the way we're supposed to do it. Have a wonderful day, everybody.